Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March, and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. After listening to this whole episode that I just recorded, I figured. It might be important to let you know that I am not high as a kite on quaaludes. I'm just talking very quietly so as to not wake people up in the other room. I'm also not trying to talk like Eckhart Tolle. Hey everyone, it's Eric from The One You Feed, and this is another mini-episode. This week we're going to talk about how I was able to create a meditation habit that has now been going on for... 407 straight days. A little background is that I've been trying to build a meditation habit for a long time, pretty much my entire adult life, and have never had any real success in getting anything consistent. It was on again, off again, I'd get a couple weeks in, I'd fall off, but I never was able to build something that lasted week after week, day after day for a long period of time. So So I thought after having James Clear on this week and talking about habits, that it'd be interesting to kind of go back and look at how I was able to do it and see if there's anything applicable for you and myself in building other habits. A lot of the things we're going to cover are things we talk about on the show pretty regularly, but I thought I'd try and condense it into 
one short episode. And so I think the major learnings that I had was the first was I finally just got really committed to the idea. I spent some time thinking about it and I really looked at what the motivations were and more and more I kept reading and hearing about the benefits of meditation. And so I decided that I was going to give it a shot and and try and be serious about it. The next thing that I did was, and we talk about this a lot on the show, is I started really, really small. When I used to try a meditation habit, I would start out with 15 or 20 minutes a day, which was misery. And so this time I started at two minutes, two minutes a day, and I built from there. I'm now up to about 20 a day, most days, sometimes a little bit longer, sometimes a little bit shorter, but that's the average over time. The other thing that I did, and this tends to work for me a lot, is I made a little bit of a game out of it and I tracked it. I used the Lyft application, which you can use on your browser or on your phone, and it allows you to keep track of how often you're doing it. And one of the things it has is the concept of a streak. And after I got a little bit of time in, I started to build a streak of, oh, I've been going 10 days, oh, I've been going 20 days, and that helped me to keep up with it. The next thing that I did, and this was really important for meditation in particular, so we'll spend a couple minutes on it. I think it applies to other habits also, but it was I had to adjust my expectations about what was going to happen. So with meditation, I always had this idea that the meditation period was supposed to be the period that I felt all blissed out. And if I wasn't feeling really happy during the meditation, then I wasn't doing it right, hence I wasn't a good meditator. And I didn't get any benefit. And what I realized after reading a lot about it and learning about it was it made no difference how the experience was while I was doing it. That two minutes or 10 minutes or 20 minutes that I spent meditating was really not important. What it was was the benefit it gave to the rest of my life. And after I made that switch, I stopped judging each individual session. Oh, am I enjoying this? Am I not enjoying it? Am I doing well? Am I not doing well? And I just did it. Now, I think that this can apply to other habits in a couple different ways. One is, say, take exercising. We may not like exercising some of the time, but that's not exactly the point. The point is the benefit it gives us elsewhere. But I think the other thing is we get too attached to an expectation of how quickly changes are going to happen in our life. So if I start exercising and lifting weights I want to look like a men's health cover model in two weeks. And if I'm not, if I'm not making the progress that I think, and it's not as visible as I think, then I get discouraged. What I realized with meditation was that it's very hard to measure the benefits, but I believe that there are benefits and I start to see them over time, but that the key is I just keep up with it. For meditation, we've talked on the show before, I really changed my thinking about it to something more akin to mental hygiene, sort of like brushing my teeth. We brush our teeth and we're not, you know, every day going, wow, I wonder if those look great or are my teeth, you know, better? We just know it's the right thing for our teeth and we do it. And so I came to believe that meditation was the right thing for my brain. And so I started doing it and I kept my expectations really reasonable. The other thing I would say is ties into that, which is to remember our motivations as we go. I tend to start out very motivated. I'm all fired up. I'm reading about it. But as time goes on, I stop doing that. And I start to forget why I even thought it was important in the first place. And so one of the things I found was, and I think the show was a big help because we have guests on all the time that are talking about it and I'm reading about it, was that it remained in the front of my mind how important it was to do it and why I was doing it. And that was really helpful. So I think one thing I learned was 
it, to sort of revisit those meditations, to read uh, articles that are inspiring, or just stay focused on that habit, particularly in the period of time that you're still really building it. And as James Clear talked about, and I've read before, I've always thought that 21 days to build a habit thing was nonsense, because many times I've done something for more than 21 days, and it didn't become what I would call a habit. And as James pointed out, it really has to do with what's the difficulty of what you're trying to, to change or to build. Another thing that was really important was this idea of um, I call it be flexible as hell, or a little of something is better than nothing. James put it slightly more scientific sounding, which was reduce the scope, stick to the schedule. But the idea was, particularly for me because I make a game out of it and I like to track that streak, was that I some days wasn't going to get 20 day or twenty minutes of meditation in. Some days I got five in, but I made sure to try and get that five. And I had to be flexible on where I did it. Oh, I want to be in a quiet room and it and I just kind of had to give all that away and say, you know what, I'm going to make five minutes happen somewhere in some way. And I think that runs a little counterintuitive to some traditional ideas around habit building that you should do the same thing in the same place every day, which I think is wonderful if you can make that happen. But if your life is anything like mine, that sort of consistency seems to be very elusive. I plan to do it first thing in the morning, so as long as I get up early, I've got time to do it, and then one of the kids has to go into school early two days in a week, and that time is gone. And that sort of thing just seems to be very consistent in my life. Oh, I'm traveling, and I've got a really early meeting. So for me, it's helped to be really flexible with what I'm doing and make sure I get it in. And that idea of a little something is better than nothing. Five minutes is better than nothing. And it allowed me to keep my streak going. The other thing, though, I think we've got to be careful about, because I've run into this many times before, is that if I miss a day, and I haven't, but believe me, I did many times in building up to the point where I got to this streak, which was that I would miss a day not to give up and go, oh, well, hell, it doesn't matter anymore. And so James... Uh, Clear calls it never miss twice, which I think is a really great idea. I miss a day, I get back to it the next day. So to just recap these ideas, it was, let's make it really small and build from there, adjust our expectations, track it or make a game out of it, remember our motivations, be flexible as can be, reduce the scope, stick to the schedule, a little of something is better than nothing, that core idea, and never miss twice. And then the last one, which I haven't done too much of, but I've done a little, is engage support from other people. Find somebody else that can do it with you. And if you can, have somebody else who's doing it. And Lyft is a great application for that because there's a social element to it. And you can create challenges and you can work with other people and that can be another really helpful way to do it. So hopefully that is helpful for you in some way. I think it was helpful for me to try and codify why it worked this time for me. And we will talk again soon. Thanks and uh, see ya. Bye.